providing you with health information and guests to elevate your health and life and help make your life better in 30 minutes or less. This is the Frontline Health Podcast. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. Today, we're going to discuss an amazing and somewhat controversial supplement, at least in the eyes of the FDA, N-acetylcysteine, or NAC. What is NAC? Well, it's just a more stable form of cysteine, which is an amino acid that's found in all protein foods. It is a necessary ingredient for your body to produce glutathione, which is one of the strongest antioxidants our body can produce. It also helps regulate glutamate, which is required for brain activity. However, due to some of the recent news around this powerful ingredient, there may be some who are a little fearful to use this product. Interestingly, NAC was approved by the FDA as a respiratory drug for chronic bronchitis in 1963, and it's been used to treat patients who have overdosed from acetaminophen or Tylenol since 1980. It's also been used as a dietary supplement to help with liver issues, kidney problems, neurologic damage, brain health, fertility, and immune health since the 1990s, and it was allowed to do so due to its safety profile. However, in 2010, the FDA began working to take this ingredient off the market, which really heightened during the COVID crisis, when NAC was found in some studies to have had some use in fighting off COVID-19. For NAC and other ingredients with confusing legality like CBD, nothing really is black and white. You see, unlike drugs, there is no real approval process for dietary supplements. They are regulated by the FDA, but they're not approved. If a supplement contains dietary ingredients that were either already used in supplements before 1994, which was the year the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act, or DSHEA came into effect, then they were allowed to stay on the market. Or if they've established and been established as reason, reasonably safe since then, it can be lawfully sold to consumers. But those in the dietary supplement industry claim that there is no reason for the FDA to take retroactive steps to remove products that have been available for years with no clear safety issues. They're also concerned that this could open the door for the FDA to make the same determination about other products, such as fish oil and vitamin K, which is, of course, a story for another day. But this is certainly a concern for hundreds of thousands of individuals who've received great benefit from NAC. And we hope the FDA takes a different direction with these ingredients. However, since we have no control over what the FDA does, we should really take advantage of the benefits of NAC and learn as much as possible about those benefits while we still can. As you know, one of our goals here at Frontline Health is to help you take ownership of your health. And we believe one way that may help you do just that is through taking an NAC supplement. We've already discussed the use of NAC being a prescription product for use as a mucolytic, 
meaning it just thins the mucus in the lungs and makes it easier to clear mucus from your lungs and allow you to breathe. And it's also been used as an antidote for Tylenol or acetaminophen poisoning. But let's take a few minutes to discuss a few of the other potential health benefits of NAC. NAC has been shown to help those with kidney disease. A study in people with chronic kidney disease showed a great safety profile. It benefited kidney function, it lowered inflammation, and it helped reduce cardiac events. It's also been shown to help those with liver disease. Several studies in individuals with both alcoholic and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease showed that NAC improved liver function in those patients. In addition, NAC, or N-acetylcysteine, has been shown to improve our brain health. It does this in several ways, such as its ability to bind toxic heavy metals, particularly mercury, which is found in some of the dental fillings, especially of old, and vaccinations. But this is extremely important because even in very low concentrations, heavy metals can downgrade our brain health and affect our ability to manufacture neurotransmitters. In addition, there were four studies looking at NAC and its effects on those with obsessive-compulsive disorder, obsessive hair pulling, and obsessive nail biting that showed particular promise. And there's a growing understanding that mental health problems, including major depression, bipolar syndrome, anxiety disorders, schizophrenia, and Alzheimer's disease, all involve damage and shrinkage to specific areas of the brain and inflammation and oxidative or free radical stress that's believed to be key causes of this kind of damage. And it's shown that supplementing with NAC is an is an extremely effective way to protect the brain from oxidative or free radical damage, as well as neuroinflammation. NAC also uh, is able to affect pregnancy and fertility. A recent analysis of about 15 randomized controlled trials found that NAC is an effective additional treatment for women with unexplained infertility especially for those women who had high BMI or were obese, had insulin resistance, and had oxidative stress. Another study in Egypt actually showed that NAC had a positive effect on the treatment of recurrent unexplained pregnancy loss. So again, NAC can be extremely valuable when it comes to pregnancy or infertility. Studies have also shown an increase in your immune health when you take NAC. It seems NAC helps your intestines create a stronger barrier against bacteria and other toxins, which increases your immune health and your immune response. In addition to these health advantages, there are also studies that show NAC helps stabilize blood sugar for diabetics, reduces the risk of heart disease, and has a positive effect even on fighting off cancer. But before you go out and load up on NAC in your daily regimen or your supplement cabinet, you should know a few things about NAC. You really should use some caution at the least and possibly avoid it altogether if you have asthma, if you have bleeding problems, or if you're undergoing elective surgery. And that's especially suggested that you should stop taking NAC two weeks prior to having that surgery. 
It's also known that NAC can interact with certain medications, including nitroglycerin, blood thinners, and some blood pressure medications. Now, by interacting, it may not necessarily cause it not to work. It may cause those medications to work even more effectively, which would lower your blood pressure levels even further and cause your blood to be thinned even more so. And finally, we know that if you take too much NAC, it can actually cause an upset stomach, diarrhea, and nausea in some people. So be on the lookout and just be aware that these issues can arise from taking NAC or any other supplement or medication that you're taking. So obviously NAC can have some amazing effects on your body and it may be a great alternative or supplement for you to look into a little further. So go and learn some more about NAC and how it may help you or a loved one and take ownership of your health today. So thanks for joining us for this episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. We hope you learned something new today and look forward to you joining us on our next episode. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Frontline Health Podcast by Centurion, where our desire is to elevate your health and life. If you found benefit from this episode or know someone who could, please pass it along. We'd love to hear any feedback or questions you may have by emailing us at admin at centurionlabs.com. Until next time, remember, you are your best health advocate. So go take ownership of your health today.